love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movies Alex Podcast. I am your host, Tom, joined alongside my fellow Zalots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing for this episode? Doing good. Good. Fantastic. This episode, we are doing Ant-Man and the Wasp, the brand new Marvel uh, MCU release. But, of course, before we do that, as always, we do this. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, guys, this morning, this very morning, I sat down and recorded about a dozen new uh, <laughs> Alexa quotes of the show. Uh, oh, in fact, she's right here <laughs> ready to speak. Be quiet. Um, so this one is one that I recorded just this morning. Everyone tells me how, you know, my my quotes are a little older. Well, this one isn't so old, although some uh, of the ones I did record are a little older because they're my favorites. Uh, but uh, maybe you guys will uh, get this one. Here we go. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always uh, angry. Oh, boy. That's yeah. my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. That's right. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Now, when you guys write down those answers, let me tell the audience this. Uh, right now, J- Paul has 101 points. Joe has 97. So you are four behind, Joe. Maybe you can make up ground on this one. Also, we have a T-shirt. Movie podcast t-shirt. In fact, Paul's sporting it as we speak. It's looking good, sir. Uh, so go to Amazon, find our link on the show notes, and uh, purchase one for yourself. It's under $20, and it supports the show uh, in a, incrementally. <laughs> um, so go do that. Also, like our Facebook, our Twitter, uh, all that good stuff. Go find us and uh, join our social media. And I post things uh, at random times that are vaguely interesting. To some, I believe. Or at least myself, if no one else. Do we have any thumbs up yet? Thumbing up. All right. Oh, <laughs> Close well, enough. I guess. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> yeah, you can oh. score as many points as me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe, let's have you go first this time around. So, can you please give me the name of the movie? The Avengers. All right. The year, please, sir. This is where it gets hard because yeah, this is hard all, it's just the whole thing blends in my head. Yeah. And I wrote down an answer that I don't approve of because it's way too new. <laughs> I don't know. All right. 2014, maybe 2011. I don't know what number it'll be. <laughs> Do you want to pick one of them? <laughs> uh, 2012. Okay. No, 2014. I'm going with my instinct, even though I know it's incorrect. 2014. All right. That's what I wrote down. All right. First build, sir. Robert Downey Jr. Second build, sir. It's another one of those guys. Uh, Chris Pine? Isn't he one of them? Isn't he Thor? Uh, I can't really say. And then I'm going to go with a uh, third one, Scarlett Johansson. Using Paul's, you got to put a woman in the top three. Uh, no, no I, I don't think she's, she's not like the female lead. I don't, well, I mean, well, I guess she is, but only because okay. there's no female. Let anyway. us. Yeah, because uh, there's no, <laughs> exactly. So, but I think they bumped her up there just because. Let's oh, okay. move it to Paul. Paul, please, sir. The name of the movie. The please. Avengers. All right. Year? I thought it was 2008. Okay. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Okay. That's a tough one. I think Chris Evans. Okay. And then Liam Hensworth. Okay. 
All right, guys. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, Chris Evans. That's Captain America. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. All right. So the name of the movie was The Avengers. The year, Joe, you can kick yourself, 2012. You said it, and then you recanted it. <laughs> I said it, and then took it back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. is first build, no question about that. Quis, yeah, Quis, <laughs> Quis Evans, Chris Evans is second build, and here's interesting. So I always double check Wiki, the Wikipedia page and IMDb. IMDb had Scarlett Johansson as third build, but Wikipedia has it Mark Ruffalo. So I went with Mark Ruffalo because Wiki- really, what? Yeah, well, Mark Ruffalo hardly in the movie. Thor doesn't get top three. Well, oh, wow. hey, okay. I always I always err on the side of Wikipedia, be, the wiki, because they get it right more often than <laughs> than the IMDb. Yeah, Wikipedia. So. What about what about the uh, Avengers website? I don't go that far. <laughs> well, I don't think it's gonna have the billing order. Yeah, that, that's too much work. Oh, right? come on. I'm telling. I gotta write all this stuff up. I gotta print it. Oh, I gotta come up with quotes. Come on, Joe. Now you want me to go to the Avengers website? Jeez, that is a step too far, <laughs> yeah, to sir. Get the right order. <laughs> well, like I said, I went with Mark Ruffalo, so I'm sorry, Paul. I think you should keep going until I get points. That's... <laughs> well, that would be nice, but I'd have to go very That's deep and very far. <laughs> so now, Paul, you have 104. You gain three points, and Joe. You are at 99. You gain two points. So uh, you're getting there, buddy. You might break uh, 100. <laughs> no, you're way off. Okay, so that was the Alexa quote of the show. Uh, now let's move on to the main feature, the main film, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Year release, 2018, rating PG-13, runtime one hour and 58 minutes. Director Peyton Reed. He has also directed Ant-Man, The Breakup, and Yes Man, and he's done a lot of TV episodes. Uh, cast a note, Paul Rudd, Evangelina Lilly. Evangelina That's the Lily. lady from Lost. That was Kate. I didn't. I never from saw Hobbit too. I never saw. Oh, <gasps> that's where I know her. Oh man, my Alexa keeps on. <laughs> yes. You know what? That's funny. I was watching that movie and I thought she looks vaguely familiar. Yes, she's the uh, elf. I heard that when she she agreed to do that movie, she said, "Fine, as long as I don't have to be in a, a love triangle again." And then they went ahead and refilled, changed the script and added a love triangle to the Hobbit. Uh Wow. Yeah, that's true. Which I, I remember that book. I don't even remember there being a love story in The Hobbit, let alone a love triangle. Yeah, is her character even in the... I don't even remember that being in the book, I that whole love so. section. They, they abused that book so badly to yes, try to get all yes, those movies they... out of it. All right, well, let's well, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right, then you have Michael we Douglas. Could, that could be all show. Yes. Just there. But... but this one is not that. Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Lawrence Fishburne, and of course, the one, the only... The great Walton Goggins. He's made his MCV, the MCV, MCU appearance. Uh, so I'm very pleased with that. Uh, brief synopsis. As Scott Lang balances being both a superhero and a father, Hope Van Dyne and Dr. Hank Pym. Is it Pym? P-Y-M? I don't know. Pym, I think. Pym? Dr. Hank Pym present an urgent new mission that finds the Ant-Man fighting alongside the Wasp to uncover secrets from their past. Tagline, real heroes, not actual size. IMDb gives a 7.5 out of 10. Let me just tell you this, guys. Uh, if you go to IMDb right now and you you search for Ant-Man and the Wasp and you click on it, they have this stupid banner 
like blocking half of the top section that gives you like the IMDb rating and the minutes that it runs and everything. It is so annoying. I had to go into the F12 tools and like delete some HTML so I could see that stuff. They had the whole site jacked up for Ant-Man versus the Wasp. But anyway, I digress. Finding this information was a lot harder than it needed to be. Um, Ron Tomatoes, critics gave it an 87 out of 87%. Audience, 79. So that's interesting. The audience has lower than the critics. The budget in millions for this film is 162. Opening weekend in the U.S., which was July 8th, 2018, 75 million. Gross in the U.S. as of July 19th, 2018, 148 million. And worldwide gross as of July 19th, 2018, 299 million. So this movie, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't read anything because I've been on vacation, but is it doing as well as expected or doing less as as expected? Because right now, worldwide gross, it's not even doubled the budget. So Joe's infamous, oh, you have to get double the budget to make any money. Right now, it's, uh, it's b- barely breaking even. Now, granted, it's only been out for a couple of weeks, but I feel like most of these Marvel movies come out just like... Although it did, it did pretty well. It's the second week, and the theater was pretty full. I mean, and for an early matinee where, you know... Oh, okay. Often the theater is empty. I... All right, yeah. It just seems like these numbers are a little low, but maybe not. All right, it so does no. sound low for Marvel, but yeah. I'm not sure what the expectations were. Like, yeah. I haven't really paid too much attention to much lately. I had I was out of town for work and stuff, so I wasn't really paying attention yeah. to the world. Yeah, we've been all <laughs> out of town for a while. <laughs> yeah, this month has been a crazy month. But let me move on to my notes. Uh, Langston Fishburne, Lawrence Fishburne's son, played the younger version of his character, Dr. Bill Foster. So I like that. Huh. Casey says she wants to be Scott's partner. This is uh, his daughter. This is the girl. Uh, In the comics, she became a size-changing superhero using the name Stature, who joined the Young Avengers after her father's death. So that's interesting. Spoiler alert. At some point... Oh, uh, they kill Ant-Man? At some point, I guess he dies, (laughs) at least in the comic. (laughs) Yeah, spoiler alert. Jeez. All right. Okay, guys. We do this every MCU... And everyone, you guys get it wrong. I have faith this time you're going to pull it out. Which movie, What which film number is this in the MCU? <laughs> oh. <laughs> we should have that, right? I mean, uh, I, don't, I don't remember. I have no idea. 21. All right. 13. <laughs> 14. <laughs> I know you're way off, Paul. All right. You know what? You guys split the difference, and you're pretty close. Joe, you're one off. It's 20th. It's the 20th film. <laughs> by the Marvel Studios and MCU. Now, guys, if you're smart, you'd write this down. Next, Then the next time we do <laughs> MCU. All right. You will know. We'll be drinking age next time. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you guys will get the next one easy. All right. Uh, contrary to initial appearances, the PIMS Laboratory building is not an actual building that can be shrunk to the size of a suitcase. On the contrary, that small size is the original size of the object. It has been built of brick construction pieces and miniature models of equipment such as AA batteries for a power source, etc. And has been enlarged to a full-size building when the owners wish to enter without changing their own size. The giveaway is the extendable luggage handle that would have been impossible to install if the lab were the actual actual building. So that's interesting. Impossible. (laughs) (laughs) This is the the movie series with the helicarrier. <laughs> oh no, we're not getting into that one. <laughs> Is it gonna? Are you gonna do the Super Friends Easter egg in there? 
Oh, wait, what is that? What's the Super Friends? No, no. Well, I noticed, okay, do you remember Super Friends that they had an Indian character? Um, Do you remember the Indian character? They could grow big. You, you guys don't remember oh, that. Huh? Oh yeah, the yeah. cartoon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that's what he was implying that the um, he said that you know that he was part of a. <laughs> no, because that would make it the DCU, and that would. You're yeah. right. The, the oh, oh would murder Paul. themselves. I get they... confused. Wow, I, I confuse myself. <laughs> I get too many superheroes mixed You'd up see in my some head. Some guy in a Tony Stark outfit immolating himself in front of the movie theater. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're way off baseball. <laughs> uh, I, I'm used to it at this point, anyway. All right, next, Lawrence Fishburne's character is named Bill Foster. This is the same name as the main character in the movie Falling Down, 1993 who was portrayed by Michael Douglas. That was a great movie. Yeah, that was good. Uh, Iron Maiden made a song about it, too. So there you go. This film takes place at the same time as Avengers Infinity War 2018, and mid-credits scene shows the implications of it. Now, I'll be honest with you. This is what I was waiting for the entire movie. If I would have walked out of that theater and something wouldn't have happened, I'd have been very upset with this movie. But it did, and uh, I was pleased with it. But we'll I, I was really hoping for it to happen earlier. Uh, yeah, I kinda... movie, right as they were saying, I'm finally going to be with my daughter. I was really hoping she'd dissolve right there. <laughs> well, pretty close till afterwards, but uh, we'll get into that in a second. And the last one I have in the comics, the ghost and Sonny Birch were primarily enemies of Iron Man. Now, you know who Sonny Birch is? What character that is, Joe? I do not know. Sonny Birch is Walton Goggins character. So not only is Walton uh-huh. Goggins part of the MCU, but he's actually a real character in the comic, which gives oh, wow. me hope that maybe, possibly, somehow, he may appear again some way, some, somehow, in another movie, which I would love. But, <laughs> yeah, he's an but, actual but that think, character. Well, is Iron comic. Man's about the end of his run, right? I mean, they're pretty much done with that. That would stink. The... Well, I mean, the ghosts, too. Like, ghost, the ghosts never fought Ant-Man in the comics. So the fact that they brought both these two characters in for an Ant-Man film rather than have him fight the Iron Man. Well, I guess Iron, not the Iron Man. Iron Man um, is interesting. Uh, but, you know, Iron Man's fought all these other characters. These, these characters would seem a little... Well, I guess Ghost would be uh, a good a good uh, competition, but Sonny Birch doesn't seem really up to snuff to fight Iron Man. You know what I mean? Fighting Iron Man. I don't know. Yeah, because he's just kind of like this sleazy arms dealer, which I love him. I, mean, <laughs> I love him. Oh, and, some... and, it, and it wasn't his fault. I mean, you know, we really got to be on his side. In the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, he's a good he's guy. Really. A poor guy trying to make his way in the world. <laughs> we need to get Walton Goggins on this show. <laughs> <laughs> we do. That would be so wonderful. You know what else? You know what we do? We'd have him come on as a regular guest and just like he'd guess and do, like do a movie review. We wouldn't interview him in any way. <laughs> And get a picture of them. Have him take a picture of us together. <laughs> so, Walton, if you're listening, I please. Everyone, took this picture. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I love me some Walton Goggins. Uh, so happy he made this movie. All right. So that's all the notes I have. So who would like to go first uh, with the review? You know what? I'll go. I'll go. All right. So this movie, I don't have a lot to say about it. Other than, uh, like I said before, the mid credit scene. Uh, that's essentially I waited the whole movie for that scene because I wanted to see, you know, uh, Thanos's uh, click or snap of his fingers, do something. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised that uh, all three, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, and uh, Evangelina Lilly, uh, they all go up in smoke. So now, 
Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, Ant-Man's stuck in the... Uh, what is it? The uh, And he's set up for Back to the Future 4, the Avengers. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's stuck. <laughs> he's stuck inside. Um, oh, if you get Christopher Lloyd into this series. <laughs> now, the one interesting thing about this movie was Michelle Pfeiffer's character is stuck in the quantum realm for, what, 10, 15, 20 years? 30, right? Long time. Uh, whatever it was. And she came back and she was like, just adjusted. Just like, I mean, she came back, hey, daughter, and she's like living life as if it never happened. Yeah, we're all good. Oh, by the way, I have a superpower and. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of surprised. I was, well, I mean, I, I know that. You would have thought she wouldn't age in the quantum realm. I mean, that was well, my yeah. thought. Did, did otherwise, they say it time, all is, kinds of time like, is different or how something? Do you eat? How do you drink? How do you? Uh, yeah, what do you eat? That was my question the whole time. Yeah, and yeah, she aged, but yeah, she didn't have anything to eat. Uh, yeah, it was he very had to wear weird. a spacesuit, and he built a rocket ship that could fly in the quantum realm, but wasn't necessarily needed. It was. It was really weird that they would build this rocket sled to go to reduce themselves in size right yeah I, I, yeah there's some questions there that i'm just like huh they like i ought to think she'd be pretty much insane after at, at least uh, 10 years alone and if it was 20 or 30 uh, yeah i think she'd be in totally yeah, nuts. yeah that, that's true uh, but she came back she's like, hey hey everybody then she gets uh sent away in dust now this movie was a fun movie obviously it's no avengers you know it's not at that level and it wasn't never designed to be that level either and I had a good time with it. Uh, I liked it for what it was. Um, you know, it didn't really continue the Avengers storyline in any way. It was just a standalone little uh, other piece, which I enjoyed. But, but again, I think it really did because, you know, I think it's really positioned to. Well, I mean, the story, I mean, yes, that last scene. Yeah, he's in the quantum realm. And I still don't understand how now, how does the quantum realm. Now, Paul, you're going to know this. How does the quantum realm um, go through time? How does that work? <laughs> like like there's an explanation but no i mean yeah the quantum realm exists outside of time so you, you there's all kinds of time time warps and so the prevailing theory at this point is well there's a, what it is there's a timey wimey ball of time that okay yeah <laughs> there's no explanation yeah. it's all in thanos's glove oh, all right i don't know uh, but anyway, I, I thought it was a really, really good movie. Again, if you're going into it thinking it's like at the Avengers level where it's an epic battle and stuff, you're going to be sorely disappointed. But if you go in thinking, uh, you know, it's a fun romp, that's exactly what it is. Of course, the stars Paul Rudd, what more do you want? It's not going to be, you know, high action. It's going to be more of a lighthearted comedy, which uh, it delivered <laughs> the whole way through. So, And, of course, it has Walton Goggins, so you can't go wrong when you add Walton in. So I give this a uh, first run all the way. I I, I really enjoyed wow. this movie. I I, I have nothing. I, I'd definitely go see it again. And I don't recall a lot of the first Ant Man movie. I, I I saw it. I don't remember a lot about it. But uh, we we rewatched it last week just to because oh okay. No, no, I wanted to be up on it. So oh okay. Well uh, yeah. I I don't remember much about the first one other than I did like it. But uh, yeah. it is surprising they didn't during the first one when he went to the quantum realm. They couldn't have put some sort of indication that that the wasp was there. I mean, I that would have been nice because otherwise the sequel seems like it's just. And I yeah. know that's probably what it was, just written after the fact. But you think, yeah, yeah, they, you know, they would have threw something in to indicate future things. Yeah, well, yeah, that's all I have. So uh, who wants to go next? I guess I could. Oh, I, right. I just kind of build off kind of what you were saying that, you know, you didn't have, you know, the, the stakes were so low as yeah. compared to an Avengers. I like, that's what I liked about it the most. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. The whole world was not in danger. It's just whether you could get mom back. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which, which I thought was, is refreshing, right? Finally. I mean, everything, every one of these MCU movies, it's, you know, oh my God, the whole realm is going to die or we're going to lose whatever the thing place Thor comes from or, you know, something, there's always a planet in peril. Yeah. And this one was like, eh, we can't find mom. She left her at the mall. <laughs> and the bad guy was just a normal <laughs> dude. You know, he wasn't like, you know, great superpower. Now, of course you had the ghost as well, but uh, yeah, Walton's character, like you said, he's just a uh, you know, arms dealer and he was just a normal guy. <laughs> so Yeah, he was a guy. He was great. And I mean, even the ghost, I wasn't even sure if she was a good guy or a bad guy for yeah. a third of the movie. <laughs> You're not really <laughs> sure. It's like, um, I kind of, you know, they, they have some odd uh, priorities, but what, what, necessarily what is the, bad. What is the answer to that at the end of the day, though? I think the ghost is a just a desperate good guy. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she'll probably show up again uh, as you know teammate of them or something i don't know yeah, yeah it's it, it surprising because it uh, you kind of got the impression that michelle pfeiffer cured her but then no because that you know well, no because anyway. he had to he had to go at the end that last scene he had to go back in and grab more of it to help her again so but i think maybe that way she still has power i don't know you know yeah. what i mean so, yeah he needed a, a vial full of super essence of healing or something that was really weird but i will give it a pass and actually the thing the thing i like most about this entire movie is that i think this may be the first movie i've ever seen shot in san francisco that did not have an establishing shot of the stupid golden gate bridge <laughs> it'll be the extended cut <laughs> <laughs> i was so happy i'm like oh my god they're in san francisco and we haven't panned out over the bridge this is <laughs> wow how about that you're doing something new that's funny because that's the part of i didn't like about it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah right. uh, yeah i mean it, it was really fun i enjoyed it uh you know there was you know i, I was kind of hoping to have the thanos thing happen a little earlier in the movie because i thought ah, that'd be cool but it would kind of would have ruined their story i'm just terrible yeah. <laughs> I'm just a terrible person that wanted to see their reunion disrupted. <laughs> now, were you shocked but, that all three of them went? Like, yeah, yeah, because that 50% of the universe thing seems to skew heavily towards superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, in this case, plot contrivance. Because if one of them hadn't gone, then someone would have been left to save him, right? So we yeah, don't we yeah. don't know. We don't yeah, know. You would have just saw the script fall on the ground and someone <laughs> has to read it to bring him back. <laughs> but we don't know if the daughter made it, right? Like they never established after that scene because the last scene, the very last scene was just that stupid ant playing the drums or something. Now let me ask you: in the first yes. Ant Man, Paul, you just saw the other Ant Man. Were there actual ants in the first Ant Man? I don't remember there yes, being yes, worker yes, ants. There were. Okay. Yeah, there was a whole thing yeah. about him controlling, learning to control them, and. All right. Yeah, I I don't remember that part, and I was like, huh. Yeah, and the full size giant ants; those things are just horrifying nightmare fuel, but. <laughs> <laughs> but but the one playing Rockstar was quite entertaining. I like that. Uh, that rock, was fun. Rock band. Oh, and speaking of which, I heard a new Thanos joke this week. Oh. <laughs> and it's so dumb, but I like it way too much. It <laughs> says, your mama's so fat, Thanos had to snap twice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but so as far as Ant Man goes, I I agree with you, Tom. I'm gonna say first run. This is this is a it's just a fun, good spirited movie with no heavy stakes or anything. It was just enjoyable. Yeah, and I think that's what it was. The intent was to make it a uh, palate cleanser after the, the what happened to the last one, where half of it went away. This is like to reestablish. Hey, you know, let's take a breath, have a good time, and 
we'll get back into it with uh, Captain Marvel when that comes out uh, in 2019. All right, Paul, let's hear uh, your take on this movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a good follow-up. It, it was very similar in tone to the first one. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a good one. I, I'd probably give it a first run. Oh, wow. I, I, I And you got to see Paul Paul Rudd's abs, which kind of surprised me. I was like, really? He's got that good? Ad? Okay. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, these Avengers movies, they roid those guys up for a couple months before they film them. I guess so. Because, I mean, it's not that I... I mean, I know he was okay built, but I... I he was wow like okay all right. <laughs> yeah, you're stuck in the house for two years. Hunting well, stuff it, to do. it's you like work out. There was a some show some show where they were like they're like well everybody wants to have sex with Paul Rudd. Watch we we'll walk through the they walk through the street asking people would you have sex with Paul Rudd for a dollar? You know and everybody was yes. It, it was just a joke. I don't <laughs> anyway. That, but yeah, you know he, he's uh he's such a swell guy, right? Um. So you're making Paul Rudd into a sex symbol now, huh? Wow. No, he's just kind of a swell guy. Doesn't he seem like you know? And, and, and I know it's it's just persona, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you think, wow, he's just such a great guy, and I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Those abs. You're not gonna lust over him, but you're like, yeah, I'd go there. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'll kick around with him, I mean. <laughs> All right. Well, this episode has taken a turn. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, can you please be shirtless for Paul? <laughs> Just stand up. <laughs> and the thing is, he'd probably be like, sure. Yeah, yeah, he'd be more than happy to oblige. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I, I think, uh, I think that's a good place to wrap this one up. <laughs> so, hey, stay tuned. Next episode, we're going to do our crossover episode with our Vacationeers podcast. Uh, Paul and I went to Kings Island, and uh, we had a good day <laughs> uh, in Ohio, so we'll have that, and uh, we'll discuss a movie. We haven't decided yet which one, probably something uh, theme park-based, so stay tuned for that. That will be next week, but uh, as far as this episode goes, I'd like to thank Paul and Joe for joining me, and until next time, that's a wrap. That's a wrap.